So, uh, yeah, my name's Walter Sapatelic. Um, I mean, you know, just out here. Fucking, um, just kind of felt like streaming some more, you know? I'm just really trying to get the hang of this app. Um, I'm watching some Jim Sterling. So, you know, maybe listen along and, um, who knows? Maybe I'll think of something smart to say. You know, there's, uh, Miracles can't. How was your weekend? Because I'm fucking exhausted. Myself and my husband just got done running our very first wrestling event. Well, we came up with a book ourselves. It all went very swimmingly. And we're not exhausted in the least. Are we, Jim? stories bubbling out of this week's video game news pustule was word that popular YouTuber Video Game Donkey was founding his own publishing company. I say puzzlingly outrageous because, in all honesty, I don't get where the outrage part actually came from. All I know is that people are really, people are actually mad. really mad about that. That is so bizarre. After all, you know what I always say, the fan base is fucking exhausting. You could give everyone in the gaming community a lifetime supply of ice cream, and they'd still find a way to harass and dox each other over it. <laughs> so anyway, I happen to be a big fan of Donkey's work, and while I certainly wish him all the very best with this venture, I'll definitely admit it's not a move I'd personally be bold enough to undertake. Running a publishing company is no small endeavor, and in this cutthroat industry full of more failures than successes during this particularly fucked up economic period, no less, you've gotta have nerves of fucking carbonite to wanna get involved. And I say this having just run my own wrestling event. <laughs> If you're not familiar with Jim Stephanie Sterling, I do suggest uh, subscribing to them. It's Donkey and his partner Leah who have put their skin this game, and so they unveiled Big Mo, vocal group who seem eager to see the whole thing fail. It certainly has to be said, the company's mission statement is bullish and brazen enough to have raised some eyebrows. I've always sought out the very best indie games out there and have tried to do them justice, putting millions of eyes on the games that actually deserve attention, boasted Donkey in a statement I'm not even going to try and do the voice for. I'll save it for the embarrassment. Uh, hello, I am Donkey Big Yoshi. Say it's just not going to work. Jesus. For gamers that actually play and care about video games, my channel is where they come to find out what's actually worth playing. Big Mode will be a harmonious continuation of my channel. Me and Leah aren't just the face of this company, we are the company. 
This is our vision, and our number one priority is to publish some of the very best games out there. Big Mode is saying a lot of the right things, even if the way they're being said hasn't been to everybody's taste. The company's mission statement is loaded with messaging aimed squarely at pleasing the vocal online gaming community. There's a promise to avoid funding anything involving cryptocurrency, blockchain, and those despicable NFTs. They aim to spotlight promising indie titles with developer-friendly contracts, and essentially be an answer to the kind of mainstream, profit-driven, triple-A trash often criticised on this very show. Despite the promise, Big Mode faced a lot of sneering within hours of its reveal. One of the most common arguments is that Donkey, while being an incredibly popular critic, has no game development experience. In fact, some of the responses I saw were positively salivating at the concept of Big Mode's failure, preemptively celebrating its demise and the opportunity to hold its corpse aloft as proof that critics should stay in their lane and cannot handle the realities of the businesses they criticise. I mean, say what you will about Big Mode's ambition and whether or not it can deliver on lofty promises, but what a load of fucking crap. First of all, Big Mode is not a game studio, it's a publisher. And if you think you need experience in game development to run a publishing company, you don't know literally most fucking game publishers. From what I've gotten to see, in over a decade of analysing this business, you need very few relevant qualifications to be one of the cynical and incompetent cretins who currently run the game industry, most of whom come from without said industry, because they're hired for their ability to generate income at the expense of anything else, not because they know jack diddly fuck about video games. I mean, shit. I'd rather have a hundred donkeys than a single Yves Guimau, a man who <laughs> certainly knows how to run a company that generates billions of dollars, but has mostly done that through allowing all manner of horrific behaviour, up to and including sex abuse, to run rampant at Ubisoft. Donkey is way more knowledgeable about the ground-level game industry than Activision CEO Bobby Kotick, a man who at least legally Thank you. Thanks for checking it out, too. You went to the um, Spotify? or uh... Thanks. Thanks for checking it out, man. Mostly my process is just kind of, um, at least with making beats, it's just sort of, just kind of fucking with things, you know? Just kind of sort of pressing the knobs and like, uh, um, you know, just messing with stuff, and then, and then as it, I feel like it starts to sound better, and you know, so just going in whatever direction it's going in, you know. <laughs> That's really funny, actually. I thought about that that could happen. Um, I was like, man, I wonder if people are gonna think that that's my voice. And then I come in and I'm like, oh hey guys, I'm from California. <laughs> <laughs> It's really funny. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm still, you know, new on this app and sort of new to this whole kind of concept here, but uh, um, so I don't really know um, exactly what to do, especially with, like in the beginning. I don't really know how to start these these things, you know. So I, I just kind of default to uh, just watching a, a YouTube video and reacting to it. <laughs> in the music, is in my voice? Yes. Uh, 
I, I make the majority of my own beats, um, like almost all of them. There's like a handful where I work with other people. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, they're all, uh, that's, um, I wrote and performed the lyrics as well. Thank you for that. I'm actually sometimes kind of self-conscious about it because I don't know <laughs> if I have like, a, have like a good voice or if I sound like a stoner nerd, you know? Yeah, I have um, a studio at my house that I've put together over like um, a few years. I'm just getting like, you know, little pieces here and there. Uh, the big ones for the speakers and the subs. Because that really helps um, get, get like a feel for what the beat is, is gonna, is, you know, sounds like. Because you, you get the all the frequencies. I'm obviously don't know the technical. Uh, I mean, I do know it, but I don't know how to like explain it. You know, you fuck with the knobs until it starts to sound good. I mean, that's basically <laughs> that's basically how music works nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> like anytime I, I I every once in a while I'll talk to like someone younger who's like just kind of starting out and they're very technical they're all like oh I gotta do these notes and this thing and this time signature whatever and I'm like you, you're overthinking it you know you just I mean it's not the bad idea to have like a skeleton of what you want the beat to sound like but like you're probably overthinking it just just fuck with shit and you know eventually things will fall into place especially if you're someone that naturally has like rhythm and shit exactly yeah just flow with it so i only have a couple of episodes and it tends to be i'm either it tends to be starting off with me showing off a, like like songs that I've been working on, like like beats or, or songs that, that are about to come out. And then after that, um, just kind of like what I'm doing now, just sort of like shooting the shit about things. I don't really have like a specific direction for it just yet. I'm just kind of feeling things out, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I do wish that there was... Um, like a full-on desktop version to like share my screen or whatever or, or or just so that you didn't have to listen to it through the um phone microphone but you know it's not the worst microphone it's just you know <laughs> it's not the best way to hear music either but i will play some station head no i'm not familiar with that i'll check that out uh, I got this song um, um, coming out on the 30th. Uh, I, I made the beat by um, starting off with like a, a, a MIDI file for Come Out and Play by The Offspring and just sort of changed it up and everything and um, made, my, made it into like a rap beat, made my own lyrics and shit. Um, yeah, so the song's called Stay Out of My Mentions, <laughs> and yeah, it's going to be coming in a few days. It'll be all over the all over the apps and the streams and all that bullshit. Put the speaker to where y'all can hear it. One sec.
those days Told my mom that I grew up to be an astronaut one day Thank you for that. Thank you. I was kind of sitting on this song for a while. I was kind of sitting on that one for a while. Like, I wrote the, the second verse, actually, when I made the beat, and then um, couldn't decide what I wanted to do with it, and just kind of had it sitting on my computer until I wrote what ended up becoming the first verse. And I was like, oh, this verse actually thematically really fits with this one that I wrote, you know, a couple years ago. And so I was like, finally, I get to finish this song. Uh, uh, but thank you very much for that. I appreciate that quite a bit. Um, yes, I did um, name myself after um, Voltaire, the author of Candide, um, uh, the philosopher, you know. Uh, I remember reading uh, Candide just on my own because my mom had a copy of it and, and um I, I don't know, I guess I tested high on my reading skills, so she wanted to see if I could read something like Candide. But I was in, like, seventh grade, I think, when I read that. And um, just thought it was fucking hilarious. And uh, he's just been someone I've had kind of a fascination with ever since. Um, and I sort of relate to him when I hear, like, stories about him. He's, like, just kind of weird and, you know, like like drinking coffee and getting stoned, and a lot of people thought he was kind of an asshole, you know, I, I relate, I relate to all that, um, but yeah, um, I do know about the, um, goth band slash performer, uh, I haven't listened to a lot of his music, um, I don't know why, I think it's like a subconscious sort of, uh, thing or I can't accept that someone else has a similar uh, uh, <laughs> stage name <laughs> but I do think it is distinct because he's, he's Voltaire or like Aurelio or Voltaire or something and I'm Voltaire Sapodelli it's the whole the whole name is the name so uh, yeah, I think that makes it distinct enough at least that's how it was when I got it at least it was distinct enough for me to be able to get it trademarked which is good Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, it's it's goofy or whatever. You know what I mean? There's not like a animosity or anything like that. But there is like this kind of slight like I don't want to listen to someone else who calls himself all day. It's kind of awkward. I don't I don't really understand why, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> Thank you, we're gods. I try. <laughs> uh, let's see. I can show you all some other shit. I'll have to check my... I did go to a, um, a, a somewhat of like a punk slash cosplay like a long time ago. Not that I don't like the music nowadays. Uh, it's just not something I ever really think to listen to. Yeah, I had a lot of, um, like when I was a teenager, I had a lot of friends who were in uh, punk and metal bands, so I went to a lot of those types of shows, even though I'm not really like a metalhead. But like I said, it's not like I don't like it, especially when it's live, it's very fun. Uh, so I'm working on, um, uh, so like, uh, was it last year? I think it was last year or two years ago, I came out with a, um, a fully instrumental album called The Honor of Words. And, um, <laughs> which I, I make myself laugh whenever I say that one, but, um, uh, I've been meaning to come out with a second instrumental album. And my idea is since I have, um, these beats that are all sort of like remakes, I guess uh, you could say, or, or covers, I don't know exactly how it would count, um, cause it's classical music in, in like, you know, shit like uh, Mozart and, and, and the Nutcracker and shit like that and so I don't know if if you would call that covers or you know arrangements or what have you but it's not samples so I don't know exactly how to call it but um, uh, I do think that I'm kind of on to something these, these songs are all at different um, stages of work on them you know um, but yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of promise in this project here. Uh, let's see, this is a good one to start off with. Okay. These are if they will or not. Probably not, to be honest.
no, I mean, obviously the bass sounds better in like my car and shit, but you're right. That This is one of the ones that definitely needs. I think, to be honest, most of them need a little bit more bass, but then there's like a couple of them <laughs> that have like a shit ton of bass. Um, and so listening to them in my car is kind of funny because some of them all turn up and then, then turn to the next one and it's like. <laughs> thinking that myself there's a couple of songs on here that are good for Halloween and a couple that are straight up like Christmassy uh, and so I am thinking of doing the kind of something along those lines like on Halloween or Christmas or something like that This one here is the one that has the most bass. Um, I'm wondering if it'll come through um, on the app or not. Uh, it's actually kind of an interesting experiment that I'm about to do right now. So this is the, uh, the Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies <laughs> from the Nutcracker. <laughs> This one's the most farthest along, and it might be the first one out of these that I started. Thank you. Yeah, even if the rest of the album isn't ready, I'm thinking I might release this one uh, 
like around Christmas time, just because I've been sitting on it for hella long, and I like it, like it a lot. <laughs> and listening and uh, thanks for fucking all the feedback and support and shit that's great thank you so much for that
Also going to play um, a couple of songs from my upcoming album I've been working on. I know no one's in the room right now, but uh, I'm going to put this up as an episode, so you know. Um, yeah. So here it goes, that. Depressed, not even well when I dream Wishing I could fall toward the sky like Shell Silverstein Never been sober in my life, I'll probably never be Just fighting off the lethargy, won't let it lead to entropy Using these drugs to fight up unseen enemies So the less of a bloodshed, more of like an imagery I'm not an addict, I just really like addictive things But sometimes I don't feel so good, some nights I don't ever sleep Thoughts going a million miles an hour, I need to sit and breathe we can't stop, have to slow down first Or we might drown, or at least flounder Can't stare at the stars to calm down anymore There's too much garbage in orbit around the whole earth I'm tired and I'm anxious, astounded and I'm hurt So how do I cope? I spend uncounted hours writing thousands of words
whole years I've managed to stick to weed and liquor and beer, but you, you get, get what, what I mean. But since I hit 30, it's been once again repeat. Figure I'm better now by getting high than I was at 17. Older, more responsible, a better person, everything. But sometimes I don't feel so good. Some nights I don't ever sleep. I'm in an unusual place. Been awake for too many days. I'm starting to hallucinate. And not in the coolest way. Having trouble recording right now. Possibly due to the chase. Please take a nap. Get some sleep, I hear you say. Yeah. Okay, thanks. I'll get on it right away. If it were so simple, I would have already hit the hay. Instead, it's daybreak on wait. What's today? Day? Yesterday. Tomorrow. It's really all the same. Little rays of sunlight have gotten through the blinds as I sit and watch the sunrise from the bottom of my mind. Dark times and there's nowhere to go Except for down, now wouldn't you know I'm getting tired of not letting it show That I'm feeling real low and earth is turning too slow I got friends in lonely places But that's all gonna end one of these days And I'm standing my ground, not running away And I'm phasing out and I'm fading to gray Eyes wide open, that's right where they stay Silent Hill, my mind's in a haze Both packed anyway, I might as well partake I wish y'all could stop by for a will that you'll parlay While we watch the world die, yes, it all goes on okay We lost his Mr. Boat, watch his gone beyond the waves We just built our own and it holds water all the same Probably call me crazy, I feel relatively sane Probably call me crazy, I feel relatively sane I should listen to myself, my own advice I hardly take Locked away, be myself to death Not even dust, no, nothing left Not even teeny tiny microscopic isotopes Now here you say there's gotta be the building blocks of life for those See I've broken myself down to every ingrained atom from the Big Bang So that's it, nothing left, heat, death, nothingness huh. But yeah even here I find something left to mine Something once was best to hide Something left to die Even now I'm tired I don't feel the fire Voltaire is not always strong It's laugh and always smile But that's a far cry from giving up or retire You're allowed to be weak sometimes And that's okay You're allowed to need sleep, alright? So go on break I should listen to myself My own advice I hardly take I should listen to myself My own advice I hardly take Probably call me crazy, I feel better to be sane. He rides until summer morning. It'd be a life, you know what? None of this. 
Eyes wide to the grumble again. Set up with the gin, watch it bubble and fizz. Feet so heavy, such trouble to lift. Over and cumber, can't jump and can't sprint. Not to be good. Talking legit, making hard from the hardest. So hard to resist. Turn it up in your car. Can you honor me this? They want me to start this shit hard as it gets. But regardless, I'm sorry, I already did. Devoted my life to what probably is in existence. And chasing dead lights in the distance. I end up mind my own business. Next up, you tie your type of resistance. Irrelevant. Everything happens for the hell of it. For the explosive creation of the elements. To the LED lights in my television. This isn't wellness, is it? A deep dark well can't help but visit. Gavin is mine where I sit as well. Not glorify and go get some help. There's no glory in this poor mental health. It took so many of my friends as well. To tell, I'm surprised I even lived to tell. Ain't never close, gets better or stops. Like infection, it fetches and swells and stays raw. Just nagging, gets scratching, get back in my thoughts. Every time that's just quiet, of a moment of pause. Might sound so hopeless, you know that it's not. I have just stopped sugarcoating my thoughts. I should listen to myself, my own advice, my heart be safe. Probably call me crazy, I feel relatively safe.
And with that, I think it is going to be time to um, call this an episode, I think. Um, thanks for the couple of people that stopped by a little bit. I think I'm starting to get the hang of this a little. I'm definitely going to do some more music streams in the future. And I really like just kind of shooting the shit with people. So I think I will start having more open and calls open to the public and stuff too. Um, I'm just still getting used to everything is all. So yeah. Peace out.